0: Hello, everyone. I'm Gabe Godisman from 88.9 The Bridge. And today I am joined by starting quarterback for the Mercer Island Islanders, Eli Fahey. In his first year as starter on varsity, Eli has had an amazing season, throwing for five touchdowns in three games, including a huge pass last week to Samuel Gilchrist, which helped the Islanders take a 17-15 victory over the Sammamish Totems and move themselves to a 2 and one record on the year. Tonight, the Islanders will face their rivals, the Bellevue Wolverines, at 7 o'clock, which you can listen to on 88.9 The Bridge. Eli, thank you so much for talking with me again. Thank you for having me. So I know you're looking ahead to this matchup against Bellevue. That's tonight. But can you go back to last week in that game against Sammamish? You guys were down at two different points in that fourth quarter, uh, but you came back both times and won on the last second field goal by Samir Lumba. How did that win help you guys, especially knowing that now you can win close games? Because you guys knew you could play in close games with that uh, game two weeks ago against Liberty but now you know you can win those close intense games
1: yeah it was it was a nice film we got a little the whole team kind of got like a little bit of flashbacks um, from the previous week you know we so going into it it was a little scary going into that fourth quarter but um, you know we we always know we can we can win it in the fourth and we always I feel like are in these kind of closer games Um, so I think we just have full confidence in what we can do and you know, I think we always know we can end it on a W.
0: So last week in that Sammamish game, the Sammamish line was really good at uh, preventing the run from really building up a lot. Was there mm-hmm. a point in the game where you guys said, cause I, I I noticed in the fourth quarter, Scott, and I noticed that there was a lot more passes, especially late in that game. Was there a point where your coaches, uh, offensive coordinator Kyle McKenna and, and you just sat and we're going to let it, uh, let you air it out and be more aggressive? Was there a point where that kind of happened and it kind of clicked?
1: Um, I think, you know, we were trying to establish the run all game, but it wasn't working out too well. And then um, late in that second half, I think, you know, we just like, kind of realized, you know, passing the ball, like it's working. So we just continued to do what was what was working at the time and it seemed to work out well.
0: So obviously one of the biggest moments – uh, former Toronto football in a long time was that kick by Samir Lumba. And <laughs> there was a lot of points leading up to it. Of course, Samuel Gokris had an incredible game. But uh, can mm-hmm. you go uh, to the, to the sideline when that kick was uh, right before the kick? There was a, a timeout call. There was a lot going on. Can you guys kind of go through how the rest of the teammates were feeling on the sideline before that kick? And then, of course, when it went through. Yeah.
1: Um, so we lined up for the kick. And then
0: actually, MI was the one who called the
1: timeout. um and everyone was just like oh my god like we can't take this like it's just like it's (laughs) terrible like that feeling you know just like waiting to see um and you know I think a lot of people had full confidence in Samir because in practice he's always hitting the deep field goals he's such a good kicker so you know we were confident but nervous and then you know as it went through just everyone was just so much excitement
0: so the uh Right after the game, uh, it was announced before the game, but you found out that for this final game, senior night, the last home game this year, you're going to be going against Bellevue, which I I don't want to disrespect Newport at all, but it was originally scheduled that you guys were going to play Newport, but you'd already beat them. You would handled them. You'd you'd shown you are the better team. How excited Mm -hmm. are you guys now to get this opportunity for a new challenge? And it's at home and there's all these things wrapped around the fact that you guys are playing your rival Bellevue.
1: Yeah, we um, yeah we huddled up after the um, Sammamish game, and our coach told us that we're playing Bellevue, and we all just got super hyped because I mean, obviously, we were looking forward to senior night and our last game at home. So no matter what, it would have it would have been great. But you know, now just getting the chance to play Bellevue this year, you know, when we when we think we have a good shot against them, um, it was it's just it's so
0: exciting, and um, I'm looking forward to it. So have you always looked forward to this moment since, you know, elementary school, middle school, you knew that there's going to be a time when you're playing Bellevue uh, as a starting quarterback. And obviously <coughs> before the pandemic, it's always the game that all the kids go to it's packed house uh, every time. Do you feel like mm-hmm. there's more excitement and practice this week because of Bellevue? Um, and uh, h- how do you feel like the atmosphere around the, yeah. around the guys has changed?
1: Yeah, um, I'd say everyone was pretty jittered up this week. Everyone was hyped. Um, you know, I think, like, you know, a lot of people are talking about it, too, especially more than, like, you know, I think more than it would be against Newport. Um, and so everyone is kind of hyped up, which at first it's like we kind of lose all focus because, like, oh, my gosh, we're playing Bellevue. But then we kind of locked in. Um and, you know, realize and like realize what we have to work towards to beat them because they're, you know, a good team, obviously. So I think everyone is just super excited, but also super focused and determined to get it done.
0: So, Eli, I feel pretty lucky that that I get a broadcast of your guys' games because a lot of other teams in high school have like 14 running backs behind the quarterback that's just sitting under center and they do 12 fake handoffs. And a lot of times <laughs> I don't even know where it's going but your offense is a lot more modern than a normal high school team. Mm-hmm. How do you plan? I, t- I talked to Sam well about this yesterday. He said he, he thinks that it's a lot more exciting. If he was playing on a different team, he might not even get a chance to get the ball. And, and in this offense, he's scoring touchdowns left and right. How do you plan to continue yeah. the balance between running and, and passing against this Bellevue defense, especially?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I think we're going to try to, establish and dominate on the run early, you know. Um we we've have some struggles with it, but I know we know in practice that we're good at it and we can do it. And we've got a great O-line and great running backs, obviously. Um oh so, you know, and the running backs this week I think are gonna get involved more in the pass game. Um but you know we like we like airing it out. We like going for the big plays obviously. So um, I mean, I think it's a mixture of both. We're going to try and do both really well this week. But, you know, if if it's leaning one way or the other, whether it's run or pass, you know, we're going to go that direction.
0: I'm curious with uh, Luke Shavy, who's not going to be able to play in this game. There's a lot of other guys. We saw Nathan Buchan a lot more lining up in the slot. Uh, Sam mm-hmm. Well, obviously, had a huge game. He was the deep threat that Luke usually was. I feel like there was five guys that were each playing a part of what Luke Shavy does for your guys' offense. H- how do you uh, – feel last week without Luke, how you guys were able to kind of succeed on offense in different ways. And can you talk more about how you can, how that's going to continue? You said using the running backs more too. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it sucks that Luke's out, you know, it's super unfortunate because he's such a weapon, but um, I think Nathan really has stepped up Nathan's playing super well um, on both sides of the ball. Um, And uh, I think that, you know, with luke out it's like it takes away such a weapon at at the same time it's like you know with all the great receivers that we have you know it's like you you can't really focus on that one for too long or else you know it's gonna be you're gonna miss opportunities to the other guys so it's like it's it's a it's a love it's a love for luke you know and i'm so upset but it's like it's also like you know other guys are gonna
0: step up so right there's a lot more opportunities for a lot of players to uh to show their talents of course and finally Mm -hmm. i'm really curious because a couple weeks ago we were talking to jack derner and he said a lot of times in in crunch time you have this look in your eyes and you're more of a lead by example guy and uh, instead of (laughs) a huge vocal leader but what is eli Fahey like to an opposing player is he uh Andrew luck where if you get sacked, you say, Oh, good hit, man. Thank you. Are you like Phillip rivers where you're just trashing on everyone else? Do you do a lot of, <laughs> of trash talking or who do you leave that to guys like Jack and Samuel who have had some, some penalties this year because. Of, like, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, could, I maybe don't... even maybe even oh, this week sorry. more because you guys are going against Bellevue. Do You think you're going to maybe let, let your uh, mouth do a little bit more, uh, do some talking against these Bellevue players.
1: Yeah. Um, I tend to, you know, be more on the quiet end. Um, I'm not super big on the trash talk, you know. When someone's talking to me, um, I usually kind of try and let my game shut them up. Um, but you know, if it's getting excessive, and then we get a big drive, and I'm next to the guy, maybe I'll give him a couple words or something. <laughs> but, but I don't usually tend to talk much to the other team.
0: All right, well, Eli, we're really excited to watch you play tonight, and. You can watch Eli and the rest of this Islanders team take on the Bellevue Wolverines at 7 o'clock, which will be broadcasted on 88.9 The Bridge. And Eli, thank you so much Mm -hmm. for talking with me. Thank you.